Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, welcome to Amplified. We are excited about this show. We have some old friends on the show, and actually we have a big event that we're going to be doing together, so I am excited about not only talking about that in the reveal, but also inviting our audience and all those on social media to come and attend this event if they are authors, leaders, or speakers, or event producers. So I'm going to turn the microphone over to Gita, and anyone that wants to send in questions, you can post them on the Amplified Facebook page, and we will do our best to make sure those questions are asked to our guests. Gita, you want to introduce uh, Dustin, please? Absolutely. Big warm welcome to you, Dustin Matthews. Dustin Matthews is on a journey to build the speaking empire along with his partner, Dave Van Hose. Dustin is sought after by the biggest names in business to monetize their message, mission, or movement, business builder, and marketing expert. He is an amazing person, a mentor, and coach to all the stars. And a big, big warm welcome to you, Dustin. Howdy. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Over to you, Ken. Well, Dustin, the last time we had you on the show, you didn't have this new book, so we are going to hear a lot about not only the book, but the opportunity you had to work with Dan Kennedy. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Do you remember a gentleman named Kenny Harper, by any chance? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Rock My Image. Well, it's his birthday today, and since uh, I met him at a couple other events, but got to know him a lot better at Speaking Empire Marketing Event and uh, Build Your Box. I think he did all, the whole the whole suite of things with you guys, uh, his birthday today. So we just wanted to shout out a happy birthday to Kenny Harper. Happy birthday, Kenny. <laughs> so we're going to be bringing uh, Mark Harris right into the conversation too because one thing that's in common with you, Mark Harris, and I know Dave Van Hoos is shaking up the world and, uh, and setting it on fire. We'll, we'll go ahead and just say that all three of you were introduced to me by a woman, Lizette LaForge, and I think it was roughly three years ago that we did our very first national event. I don't think I don't know if Mark Harris knows that, but my very very first national event was in Atlanta. Met Mark Harris and he had an event where he was uh, bringing together all these powerful speakers, and it turned into a massive opportunity to me because I was able to have lots of one on ones with people like Bill Walsh, who I had not met before, and uh, Mark will maybe mention some of the other greats. But through that, I met Captain Lou Harris, uh, Lou Edwards who sold me on going to the Marker's Cruise. Lizette gave a thumbs up. I went, met Dave Van Hoos, and kind of not only is the West history, but was that we tied us back to Speaking Empire. So I wanted to let you know that people like Lizette not only changed people's lives with their connections, but their insightfulness to know how to develop a radio show three years later. I mean, how did she know this radio show would happen as a result of doing all these connections? Well, I agree. You know, Lizette is the bomb, as they say. <laughs> She's one of my favorite people in the entire world. Uh, you know, I have a lot of children. I have 12 children, and I consider her one of my uh, my 13th child kind of thing. So she's absolutely one of the best uh, people that you'd ever want to meet, for sure. Well, we're going to let people know that you have 12 children based on the math you just gave, but we're not going to let that out quite yet, Mark. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to say that it, it's kind of cool that uh, Dave 
and you look so much alike that it, it's kind of like you are Dustin's partner right now. <laughs> Which I, which I find awesome. And <laughs> so, you know, you weren't planning to be on this show really until just very recently because we had a conversation about doing this huge event in California, which if you'd like to take a minute to talk about that, but we were on the line and you said, hey, uh, that, that, that conversation I was having with Dave and Dustin has turned out to be really an exciting conversation and we're going to be uh, launching an event, doing one of the events that is going to be at their place, their new their new place, and Dustin can certainly describe what they're doing, the magic they're doing. I know David told me he was so excited about this place because he was going to be able to actually bring the events more often to the place, put more value into the events because the money that was being put out to uh, the hotels, et cetera, could be put into the event to make it more powerful. So, Mark, why don't you, uh, I guess, start off with just how this all happened with uh, Dave and Dustin and, and a little bit about the event that we're going to come back to Dustin. Okay. Uh, sure. Um, you're right. It was, uh, it was yesterday we had that conversation. We said, okay, Hey, would you like to be on today? <laughs> the show? And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Uh, well, one of the things is, uh, normally I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it because it's today's Tuesday. It's date night with my wife. So I usually spend most of the day with my wife. Uh, she's my business partner and chief experience officer for my company, as well as my, uh, lovely wife and mother of my 12 children, all that kind of stuff. But um, as far as the event goes, uh, what actually happened was I was going to have this event out in California. And so, and I, I called Dustin for some other reasons. Cause at first of all, I wanted him to speak at this other event. And uh, what happened, he says, hey, Mark, just so you know, our new facility is available. If you ever want to come down, you know, we've been partners in different things. And I'd love that to, to be able to make that available to you because, you know, the kind of events we do. And we bring a lot of value to the people there. And we, we do a lot to make sure that their lives improve, not only in the business side of things, but also in, in other areas as well. So uh, I said, you know what, now I don't really think I need that, uh, but I appreciate the offer, right? So sure enough, I had another challenge with another venue, and I said, well, you know what? Let's just go back and do it over at, uh, at uh, Dustin Day's new place, their new headquarters, worldwide headquarters of Speaking Empire. And these guys are some of the most beautiful people in the world. They, are, they do such a fantastic job of helping speakers, especially to, to really knock it out of the park, uh, to do all kinds of things from presentations to everything that, that if you're a, a speaker of any kind and you want them to whether it be hold your hand to coach you through it to just go through a, a like a course that, that you need that or to market yourself or to get people to your event whatever it is you need in the speaking world these guys are uh, they actually knocked it out of the park they've been doing that for over a decade and they were named 500 company uh, in their own business and then they started teaching other people to do the same thing that they were doing so fantastic uh, uh, group of guys and their whole staff I mean everybody over there is just fantastic but anyway um, so I just said we're going to have this event over there I have a couple of events one is a private event it's really only for uh, event promoters and producers uh, and that's a, a mastermind for that but we most of my masterminds are open are, are pretty much invitation only and then um, because we need to have the right people in the room to make the right experience happen. And so, uh, but we're also having that same week, the speaker author ma- mastermind uh, as well, because when we have the event promoters there, it makes sense that there's some overlap time for them to connect and do a lot of JV deals and, and partner deals and things like that. So we decided to have that there as well. So anyway, bottom line is uh, it's going to be a pretty exciting event. So matter of fact, uh, if you are a speaker and author and you want to be invited to it, you can, you can, I'd be glad to have you attend. You can, you can go to speakerauthormastermind.com and there's a request to be invited 
link there, um, and we can uh, see if that's possible. But anyway, it's uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, Dustin doesn't have to travel that often. Hey, Dustin, did you have your uh, baby yet? No, not yet. The baby is on its way. Uh, June 6th is the official date, but uh, the doctor said it could happen any time now. Oh, fantastic. Well, this man is a great father. I mean, he just loves being a dad, just like me. So that's what uh, I really connect with uh, Dustin in that area as well. But bottom line is um, you won't have to travel that far with the new baby and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, it'll be really nice to, to be there. So that's, uh, hopefully that's enough that you need to can, but I can uh, talk about anything you want on that front. So. Well, that's very good, Mark. And listen, uh, if you have to go back to date night for the uh, second part of the segment, I just wanted to bring you in because I'm so excited about this event. I, Dustin, I have a question for you. Our scale yeah. one to ten, what do you think about that impersonation of Dave Van Hoos that Mark, Mark Harris just did? <laughs> uh, well, this is the Amplified show, so I can't even say a ten. I got to say <laughs> eleven, right? <laughs> that was fabulous. That was fabulous. Oh, I wish I could just take Mark on the road with me. He did such a spoke from the heart there and just said wonderful things. So, uh, Mark, we'll have to we'll have to figure out how to put you in my suitcase. That was awesome. you Thank you. Well, you got to bring the whole family, though. You realize you take them all with me, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, I need 12. I, I'm going to need a lot more suitcases. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Justin, you know, some of my favorite pictures of you are you with your son. I, I enjoyed that uh, that round of photos I was able to take when we were in the, the back planning room, and you were uh, having really a, a wonderful connection with your son. And I have a fatherhood book coming out, and you're, you're part of the acknowledgement section because people that inspire me and step up to including their families in their work and, and making sure that their son is uh, seeing them be a leader, a speaker, and a person that makes uh, impact in the world, I think is just so vital. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun, interesting, you know, being a new father, trying to work, you know, learning about the work-life balance. And I think as entrepreneurs and, and, and folks that are just, you know, up to the crazy things in the world, it's, uh, it's fun. And it, I've learned a ton, things I never thought would be things I would have to incorporate or think about or working smarter versus just trying to work so hard. Uh, it's transforming in a lot of ways, and I'm excited for the journey. Well, I mean, if anyone has mastered this, it would be our friend Mark Harris. He has, as I kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit with that math, he has 12 children, and he does not do business on weekends, well, I should say he does business. He does family business. He takes care of family. And then, of course, you just heard that Tuesday nights were breaking up his uh, his date night, which I'm uh, grateful that we're having an earlier show. I mean, my goodness, if this show was later, it would be a, an absolute <laughs> no for that. <laughs> but, Mark, how, how, did you, uh, how did you decide to have this lifestyle business? Because I, I think there's a lot we can learn from you, uh, not on, on the show, but when you attend these events, I'm sure you let a lot of people know that mastermind techniques allow them to have the freedom and leveraging of their time and money to, to have the life they want. Well, you know, the ultimate deal, I mean, actually, we could talk about that my book later on, which is the, the Golden Rule Life that was coming out, but bottom line is that's the, that's the reason why I did it, is, is to have a different kind of life. And as I had my wife and my children, I, I mean, a lot of the way that things started to, to happen was about, uh, I don't know, about 10 years ago, uh, Jay Abraham was uh, bringing together a brain trust of the top 25 business and marketing minds, and uh, he had 25 people. You know, people like Stephen Covey were speaking, and his son, and, uh, you know, Editor Success Magazine, and, you know, Seth Godin, and Frank Tarkington, and all these great guys. 
uh, Mercury to Hanson, and uh, he actually chose me as number 25, and I was blown away. Anyway, bottom line is, uh, when I went there, though, I said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interview these guys, right? And I'm going to talk to them and see what's going on. And I found something really interesting. I found 80% of speakers lose their, their wives or husbands, depending on what kind of speaker, you know, if they're a, you know, a guy or girl, obviously. But, you know, things change these days, I guess. But anyway, uh, the, the, the thing is, is that they lose their spouses because, of, uh, because they're on the road so much. And most of their children they have terrible relationships with. And I said, well, that is absolutely not an option. And since we may have a lot of speakers, obviously, here, uh, and I've, I've helped them through this, I said, you know what? I'm just going to have to take them wherever I go. So the first couple of years, I mean, you know, we were, I had a pretty neat uh, tele-seminar business. You know, we would just, it was on autopilot. We'd make 20, 40 grand a week. I just call into the office. I could leave any time I wanted to. And they just say, hey, we made 20 grand this week or whatever. It's pretty doing pretty good. So I said, well, we'll just take some small trips and we would go at 40, 40 days at a time. And that's the only time that I would be available for speaking. Like twice a year for like 40 days, I would take off these two times. And then what happened was, after the J event, I said, you know, guys, how would you like to go full-time traveling? And let's make the United States our backyard. And so, and they said, sounds great, Dad. So, you know, we left a 10,000-square-foot house and went to a 65-acre horse ranch and went to a, like a 500-square-foot, <laughs> basically, uh, bus. Uh, at first we left with just a van and then, a and I got, we just pulled this like 15 passenger van and a nice trailer and we just stayed at like cabins and things like that. And then we eventually bought an RV and a second RV and then all kinds of things. And then we got a bus and we renovated a bus and all that kind of stuff. But it has been an absolute, uh, blessing, uh, extraordinary. We literally, my family knows everything about America. It's like, it is our backyard. Like last Last summer, we spent three months in Yosemite National Park, and it was just beautiful. I mean, I would, we would go camping. We'd, you know, I'd work a little bit during the week, and then we'd go back and just spend time there. It was fantastic for three straight months, and just because of the type of lifestyle it is, and it was, it's been beautiful, and I, and, I, and I don't regret it at all. There's a lot of neat things I could share, but and whatever questions you want to ask, you do. But ultimately, I want to give you one piece of advice for everybody on the call. It's all about priorities. It's all about what you make as your priority. It's if you were your little son or you were your little daughter or you were your wife or you were your husband, okay, what would you want them to do for you? And you know what? The bottom line is you've got to make them a priority. I'll tell you one other neat point about that. The richest man in the world back in the 1970s was a guy named J. Paul Getty, a big oil guy. You guys all probably heard of him. Bottom line is, he said he'd give every single penny he have if he could simply have a good family. And so, bottom line is, uh, that's where I put my priorities. And, um, you know, the rest of it is, is irrelevant and insignificant in comparison. So, hopefully that helps some of you, especially those who are traveling speakers who may see some of those things happening in your life. Well, that's actually the key message is whatever you make a priority, it shows up and it's received that way. So... That is a fantastic message. I'll say that since Dustin was really considering figuring a way of how to smush you into a bag so he can carry you with him, I just think <laughs> we, should just reverse, we should reverse this, Dustin. Why don't we figure out how you and I can get adopted by Mark? We get the lifestyle business we want. We get to travel with him in the RV. I mean, it's going to be a big family that we get to enjoy. 
Absolutely, and Mark gets two more write-offs as a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to convince your wife and children too, man, and then we can have a caravan. It'd be awesome. So, how did you? I love uh, it. Initially, how did you initially meet Dave and Dustin? Well, actually, uh, let me try to think. It was probably Lizette, actually. I think it was Lizette. I'm not. I'm not really sure at this point. I know I've been about them beforehand. I mean, we had similar connections. I was in the real estate business when they were in it back in the mid uh, 2000s, and we both had a foreclosure project. I don't even know if you know that, Dustin. But anyway, I had a big. Uh, that telecenter I was talking about was a foreclosure project that I sold to realtors. But anyway. Um, and it was just kind of funny, but uh, I, knew, I knew of them, never knew them. And then later on, we just cooked up through, I think it was through Lizette. I really do. I'm not really sure, but I think she said, hey, you really got to check this thing out and come and see these guys or something like that. I think just all connections go back to Lizette. I think she's like the, the eve of connections in the JV world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that statement. Okay, yeah. so Dustin, uh, let's talk a little about uh how this book came about, Dan Kennedy, did, uh, what was the idea that you had? Was it because you went to uh, his event? Yeah, so uh, the, the whole idea behind the book is I had been, you know, reading Dan for quite some time. In fact, I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for reading one of his books. And so over the years, I've been a great student and said, you know, I'm going to make my way in this world. And so I kind of learned all the marketing initially from Dan but I coupled it with speaking. And so Dan had spoken a lot and, you know, had some work out, but nothing as comprehensive as this. And so I, I pitched him on the idea. And so he thought it was a, a good idea, but he had to get it cleared with uh, entrepreneur press. And so initially, yeah, I don't think I've ever communicated this in a public form, but initially the book was rejected. And so uh, you're getting uh, the scoop if you will, Ken, on, the wow. ampl- on your Amplify show. Um, well, and then they came back a month later. Well, I'm going to tell you why, Dustin, if you want to know why, because I do have the inside, inside scoop as to why it was rejected, <laughs> if you want to know. And I don't mind sharing this on the air if you don't mind. It's going to be putting you in a kind of a vulnerable position. Is that okay? Okay, do it. <laughs> do it. Okay, well, your initial uh, book title, BS Powerful Presentations, was really the problem, and once you added no BS to it, it really changed the, the meaning of that cover. <laughs> that, see, that's the power of copywriting. I love it. <laughs> One word makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> so why don't you tell us uh, about your history with Dan Kennedy, because I, I don't know if people realize, but Dan Kennedy is is kind of the guy who so many people, he's, he's the James Brown, right, of, of marketing, in that he's the godfather of it. He's created so many ideas, so many guerrilla tactics, and it's, it's really actually hard to get his attention because he's so busy. Well, you know, my, my affectionate term for, for Dan is like he's like a caveman, and so he's built a iron fortress around uh, getting access to him, and so uh, he's a little bit old school, and, and meaning that he doesn't use email, or he's not on Facebook, and so if you find that stuff out there, it's not him, and so if you want to get in touch with him, you got to pick up the phone or send him a fax, and so uh, Dan has done this in a way to position himself really at the top of the mountain, and so... 
as uh, as it's quoted, you know, no one, there's no long line for the the guru or the you know uh, person at the bottom of the mountain. You have to scale the mountain. And so, uh, Dan, for gosh, over 40 years now, has been teaching small business owners how to really increase sales, how to increase uh, exposure, how to amplify your message, to use your term, can through the power of direct response. And so, um, I believe with the media hitting as it is now, leveraging eyeballs, how to get people's attention and get them into action coupled with speaking or Facebook Live or podcasts or radio show really is the way to have people notice your business and, you know, at your products and services now nowadays. How much input did he have in the book? He wrote half the book. So... Okay. Um, he wrote half the book. I would say I wrote about 40% of the book. And so Dave contributed uh, a, a chapter or two uh, to it. And then also um, we have a good uh, friend, uh, Jeff Ronig from Cell Seminar, uh, contributed uh, a chapter on automating presentation. And then finally, we wanted to give a little nod to folks that don't think of themselves as presenters or speakers. And so we had Mike Crow contribute. He's the million-dollar uh, guru in the home inspector community. And so, you know, it's my proposition that everything in life is a presentation. It's just most people never think about it that way. And what led you to actually wanting to get into the presentation business? I, I know that you met Dave at one point, and how that story involved. Oh, yeah. So I shouldn't even really be here today uh, the story behind the story is that um, I was the guy that got out of public speaking. So in order for me to graduate, I had to take this class, and I became so motivated not to take the class that I found the loophole. And so uh, that I was able to conquer early in life and get out of having to get up in front of others until one day where Dave said, Dustin, I'm closing on my condo. I need you to give the presentation. And so I tell him the longer version of the story I just shared with you about how I found the legal loophole to get out of having to speak in front of others in order to graduate. So I'm not your guy. And he says, Dustin, like, like and he does in his day voice, I'm closing on my condo. You got to do it. And so as a master of persuasion and influence that Dave is, he wouldn't take, you know, my answer for the answer. And so I ended up delivering that presentation. And it was in that moment that my whole world changed. And so if you've ever seen a picture of me online or the one that, you know, can you have posted here, um, do you think I have a baby face now or, you know, look fairly young? Imagine me 10 years ago. I must have looked 12. And so I did that presentation that night, and I was surprised that folks double my age were treating me as the expert because I had specialized knowledge that I was sharing with them. And so all the barriers went away of, oh, they're not going to respect me, oh, no one's going to buy from me because I'm like, you know, half their age. All that went away, and I was able to create results that night, and I became instantly hooked. And so that's my sort of foray into this world of presentations and speaking and business. And because you started doing this on a very regular basis and showed your competency, you have risen to the highest level at Keeping Empire. You are the CEO. That's right. Correct? That's right. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think we all are CEOs in our business. I, I think, you know, it's a, you know, it's a funny title. And so for startup businesses, you know, CEO just means, you know, you get to wash all the bottles, right, and put out all the fires. And so I think what's interesting nowadays is, 
as a CEO, no matter the level of your business, you really have to be the champion of your brand. And so whether it's you out there delivering your message in front of others on a stage or heck, shooting videos or doing Facebook Lives or being able to communicate and give that message to a spokesperson to deliver your presentation is mission critical nowadays, especially in this world of video and Facebook Live and, you know, grabbing people's attention, getting your message out there, which is why your show is so very powerful. Amplifying your message is mission critical. Yeah, and you guys have the Amplified event. So, I mean, we're, we're in the understanding of two things that are critical in this day and age for you to be successful. One is amplifying a message, and the second one is the power of influence. And I think that you guys teach that so brilliantly at Speaking Empire. I wanted uh, to give Mark a chance to talk to people about how they can find out about the event, get his contact information on the show, and, and obviously anything you'd like to share about the book, Mark, because I would like to go deep with uh, Dan Kennedy and Dustin's book in the second half, and I know that you're being very patient, uh, awaiting that time to have a romantic hey, I want to hear it just as much as you do, man. I just, you know what, <laughs> right now, I, I just got a quick little side story about that. So I met so Dan in 1991, okay, and believe me, I just so happened to be about probably a half a mile from where he originally contacted me about promoting his first book, the ultimate, uh, I think it was a sales letter. And, um, and literally, uh, what had happened was, uh, it was, I think it was his first book. And I, I had one of the largest regional newspaper business newspapers in the United States at the time in Cleveland. And I'm in Cleveland right now. I'm only probably about a half an hour from his house. And, uh, he had approached me, you know, via mail, he sent me a copy of the book and said, Hey, would you publicize this in, in your, in your uh, monthly you know, business magazine. And I said, you know, sure. And I did. And that was pretty much how I, how I met Dan Kennedy. I didn't even know a whole lot about him at the time. And, um, so it, it's a, it's, he's an amazing person. He obviously, he knows marketing inside and out intuitively in so many different ways and mainly from a direct marketing perspective and a sales perspective, because that's what he originally was into and amazing person. So therefore to take that and couple it with presentations I guarantee you, everybody's listening, if you want a great book, I haven't even read it yet, okay, but I'm telling you, this is the book you want to get between what Dave and Dustin have put into this for a decade, okay, um, and then what, you know, Dan Kennedy has put in for several decades, and you combine that into a mastermind book here on the subject of presentations, you're absolutely out of your mind if you don't go out and spend 20 bucks or whatever the book costs, okay, to get this thing. Because you just think they put in their, their blood, sweat, and tears, time, effort, and money to develop all these lessons. They're basically the 10,000-hour geniuses who have put this stuff together. And, and if you don't take, you know, take a book and like try to download that in your brain, okay, and to, to take, it and take it to the next level so you can... Take the ideas you have. You know, every one of those calls got ideas. They got these, uh, and, and ideas can change the world. You know, they can change a, a family. They can change a life. They can change a business. They can change a community. They can change a nation. They can change the whole world. The problem is, if you don't become a leader, okay, that's why I got on the thought leadership business was because I wanted to take these ideas and lead them into the world. And the thing is, one of the most important things you have to do as a leader is do the hard work of communicating the importance 
of convincing people that they need to act on your ideas. So you have to do that work. And that is not an easy task to do because you're probably not an expert in that kind of communication. But if you can connect with, with Dustin's book and Dan's book on the subject, I guarantee you, okay, I'll pay you the money back for the book. I'll buy it and give it to somebody else, okay, if it doesn't do what you need it to do. Because I'm telling you, these guys know what they're talking about. So strong thing I'm about that is just a side note. Okay, uh, um, Dustin. We're, Dustin, we're going to go ahead and transcribe that uh, that amazing testimony we just gave, and that'll be on your front cover, all right? So that everyone will see how serious. Uh, you know, for twenty, I, bucks, I love Mark, it. Well, thank, 20, thank you 20, again for the kind words. For twenty, Mark. for twenty bucks, uh, Mark, you get one point eight books because they're on sale right now for eleven ninety six. So you get one point eight books for twenty bucks, and Not bad. you can save you can save sixty three cents and get the Kindle version. I say go. Where can I, you I possibly, go. let me think about this, just where can you possibly go to get decades of in-the-trenches, genius-level stuff on how to persuade people to, to adopt your ideas in the form of your product, your service, your solutions, or advice? Where are, the, where are you going to get I will, that from? I will tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you two places. <laughs> one is Speaking Empire, and the other one is Amazon, because right now those books are on sale at those two places. And Mark, Absolutely. that is my answer. That's my final answer. You got it. You're right. Well, anyway, All right, we're going to go. We're going to go to break right now. We'll be back in a couple minutes, and we have okay. a guy who's going to blow you away. He's a phenomenal musician. He's launching a CD today. We're going to just rev it up, amplify some music, and get the second segment started. See you in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. What is the forum? It's an engaged discussion with the forward-thinking experts in today's business world. Hosted by Seema Vasa, an entrepreneur and thought leader. This is a place where you can come to talk, ask, and trust. We're not looking to sell you anything, but we are here to tell you the truth. If you want to hear about honest perspectives and winning success stories, listen for The Forum, live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you are a small business owner or a creative freelancer in pretty much any field, you can't miss Let's Get Radical. Your hosts, Jody Paydar and Liz Gold, will help you redevelop your plans, policies, and practices to take a radical turn in order to achieve new success. They spotlight the latest in technology, attitudes, what others are doing, and what can help you. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And let's get radical. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. 
Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to the second segment. Wow, this is crazy, but we've never done this before. But with Dustin and Dave having an album, I mean, an event called Amplify, and Kenny Harper, who is Amplified uh, book uh, with Rock Your Image, we have a special guest who's coming in to lay down a, a little soundtrack that might become, if he's nice enough to allow us, to use it for future shows. We have Drew Davidson, who is dropping a CD literally today, and he's a, a Grammy Award-winning musician. He's been in the, the jazz and the guitar business for quite some time, and I am so excited to share his sound and his new transformation. Hey, Drew, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Ken. What's happening, big dog? <laughs> well, I think this is a first. I mean, we are all about amplifying leaders, authors, speakers, and our secondary is artists, musicians, and people that are actually doing great causes in the world. So well, welcome to the show. You couldn't be on a better show because we're going to be getting a lot of people hearing this music. So talk to us about uh, why this music is so significant for you. And let me just, it's super cool that you are amplified because one of the things for me as an artist and, and as a human being is that I create myself to be electrified and that I really get to amplify what matters and what's important to the people around me. I like that with my music. So I've been playing guitar a long time, as Ken said, and you know this new record was a real different turn for me. I still have a lot of guitars on the record, but I actually started singing. And it was really an inspiration from my stepbrother, who uh, passed away of a rare cancer called amyloidosis. He was a world-renowned chef, James Beard, and he just kept saying during his following years, man, you should sing, you should have a television show. He created this great big future, and I just kind of stepped into that with a new record called A Good Life. And what does good life mean? What does that mean to you, and what are you trying to convey to other people? Well, really, you know, we're really blessed to be here in the States. A good life is, you know, everyone has the opportunity to live a good life and see what that is for them. For me, a good life is the songs and stories of my life. It's it's the history of, of me and, and having, you know, uh, I've been in the military and the different things that I've done in my life. And uh, I just realized how good of a life I had how good of a life I've lived. And I really wanted to just write songs that were uh, from circumstances that I'd been through because the more authentic you are with this song, the more it touches people rather than just writing for the sake of, you know, I'm going to write a love song. You know, I wrote about a girl that I was engaged to for a hot moment, you know, and uh, everybody seems to relate to that. So, And you just recently played at a church this past Sunday, and I was hoping to come and catch the live experience uh, but with Memorial Day weekend, my family uh, outvoted me, and I was going to the swimming pool. So Kenny got to win in that yeah, one. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, Ken, I'm a multi-instrumentalist, so I, not only do I play guitar, but I play bass and drums and piano, cello, other instruments. So 
I was uh, I was Getty Lee uh, this weekend at church, or bass player, or Stu Ham, however you want it. You know, I put that personality on and go and play. I just love playing music, and whatever you ask me to do, I can usually do it. If I can, I'll figure out how to do it. Well, I, I'm excited to have you on the show because you are a multi-talented, multi-faceted person who is a leader who believes in taking charge, and you have gone through the whole landmark education curriculum. And we, we are very tied together in that realm. And then the second thing is you uh, really took it on to be physically fit. Talk, talk really quick, uh, quickly about uh, your commitment yeah, to physical fitness um, and, you know, and wellness. My first trip to Nashville, it was some nine years ago, I was very angry at God. And I said, how come I'm not famous? You promised me I'd be famous. And I was looking in the full-length mirror, and God clearly spoke to me and said, you can't represent me because you can't represent me. Like, nobody would be interested in the big God that you say gave you your skills and abilities based on how you take care of your body. So that started a transformation that has now been, I tell people I didn't lose any weight, but I've removed over 120 pounds. When you lose something, you don't know where it is, and I know where it went. I was a party pooper every morning. I just had a good time taking it away. So, he, you know, so I love sharing that with people, and I did that at age 35. So now where I am, and I won't say what, shoot, I'm supposed to, Keep additivity, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but, uh, but here's the, you know, you really can do it. That's my point. For anyone, a listener well, you, out there who doesn't think it's possible, it is. You just, you know, dream big, stay focused on it, get some partners to keep you in check and go for it, you know? Well, uh, could you share really quickly the, the feat that you had with your body? You, you did some type of bicycle, uh, uh, what was it, a challenge? Well, what was the challenge I, you did? I, 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 I there's a couple of things I've done. I mean, and, and there's, of course, my big trip that I have really been interested in pursuing. You know, I, Ken knows I have a vision for really riding across the United States and championing health and wellness. But I, I've done a number of things. But mostly for me, what's really been exciting, Ken, is the fans who follow me. I got a woman who wrote me who lost 180 pounds. She was inspired by my journey. That, to me, is cool. Like, one by one, you know, people transform their lives and really see what's possible. Not like... It might be possible that we go to the movies, but, like, what's possible? You know, I mean, yeah. th- this record has been a long time in the making, and now, it's for me, it's like, what's possible after this? Who knows? You know, so just loving life. Well, let's lay down that, uh, at least a taste of the track, and uh, thank you so much for being on Amplified, and we would like to bring you in and, and give some other samples of it in the future, okay? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to make an Amplified track here, but this is sort of a, a piece of my music, so... Cheers coming from me over here, and I got to tell you, Dustin, you've never sounded better. That was Dustin singing instead of actually Drew. So great job, Dustin. <laughs> oh, you should have seen me dancing. <laughs> well, Drew, thanks for coming by. You sounded fantastic, and thanks for the spontaneous share uh, of your talent. And I look forward to seeing you live. I like. I certainly look forward to getting the CD. Where can people get the CD? 
Yeah, so they can uh, download it online at all their favorite uh, retailers, Amazon, iTunes, and so forth. And just to be clear, the name is Drew Davidson, and it's actually a Norwegian spelling, Davidson. So it's D-A-V-I-D-S-E-N. Just remember that the E in my last name. You can go to my website, or you can go online and find me, and, or any of the retailers where you buy or stream music, I'm there. All right, and uh, Drew, we're going to make sure you get a copy of Dustin's new book because it really helps with making sure your presentation is seen, heard, and experienced. So we'll get you a copy when I see you next time, and I'll, I'm going to get a, probably about 10 copies for all my best friends. All right, so have a great yeah, day. Beautiful. Really great, Ken, and thanks for the work you do and just amplifying people and who you are as a human being in the world. It's great. Thank you, Drew. Take care. Have sure. a good life. Hi. Dustin, are you, are you ready to dance more? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> always. So I wanted to uh, go back to, I guess, what you teach on stage with marketing, because I've seen you probably a half dozen times uh, teach audiences that come to your events, and you have a marketing event, specifically a boot camp, correct? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. How much of the stuff that you share on stage ends up in this book? Oh, man. Uh, well, a lot. So let me let me take a step back and tell you that, you know, a lot of this book is about presentation, right? Like, what's the message that you're going to say, right? You've got a radio show, you know, you're a musician, right? You've got a message inside. But, you know, even if you do have the, what Dave would say, the cure for cancer, you know, when you first come out into the world, you've got to get people excited about it, right? You've got to get subscribers. You've got to get listeners. You've got to get fans. And so... Um, I talk a lot in the book about not just the presentation, although we cover that a ton, but it's what do you do to get people excited before they even see your talk? You know, how do you influence ethically before they get there? Can you send them an article? Can you send them a video? Can you connect with them through social? And then what do you do afterwards? Because, you know, we've all heard that saying, it takes six or seven touches to get people to know, like, and trust us or make the sale. And so a lot of what I talk about is really the marketing of a presentation or of a movement. And so at the end of the day, it's really about how do you get eyeballs? How do you get attention in this crazy, crazy attention star you know, world? What are some of the tips that you put inside the book that actually change someone's presentation? Oh, absolutely. So first and foremost is storytelling. And so, you know, everyone knows this concept. And so my fun one that I love to share with folks is go watch a Hollywood movie. Go watch Harry Potter. Go watch Star Wars uh, to watch how they're telling stories. But now apply it to telling the stories of people that you've worked with or lives that you've transformed. And so the biggest thing I share with folks is telling really the history, the story of people that have come into your world, you've shared some ideas and strategies with them, or you shared uh, a musical piece, or you shared, uh, you know, your product, whatever it is, and tell that story. Because, you know, I can sit here and tell you how awesome I am. Even Ken can say it, but now when, or Mark, right? Even Mark can say it, but now when I start telling the stories of other people, now there's less of a resistance. And so we all were brought up with stories. I'm reading stories to Dexter right now, and I'm loving it at bedtime, nighttime stories, actually three stories now. He's he's good. He knows the strategies. And so (laughs) you you want to tell stories immediately. 
You know, my son says that he wants 100 stories. I'm, I'm not sure if he really understands how big that number is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the great what? thing about kids is they sort of get this. Like, they don't know that they get this, I believe, but they just keep asking. There's no filter. And so, you know, like, they give you the face, and they're using every, you know, technique, uh, primal technique that they know and have picked up from us. And so, uh, in that same way, we want to leverage those techniques and, and not be afraid of, uh, you know, really selling people on what it is that we have to offer. And it's, it's my belief that if you listen to Ken, uh, you listen to the show, you're attracted here, you have a product, you have something to deliver of value. Well, I'm, I'm curious a little bit about the fatherhood aspect because fatherhood's around the corner. I just want to share something that happened literally today as a story. And uh, I do agree with you when, when Dave's on the uh, platform and he's sharing a story, I don't care how many times I've heard it, he puts his complete heart into it and the audience comes into him, his, their energy comes to him. But the story I have to share with you is I took my son, son to swim lessons. Uh, I shouldn't say swim lessons. We went swimming today, and he's learning to swim. And so he can paddle with uh, the, the, the little life jacket on him. And he says, okay, count to 10. Now, we're on a full lane, and the water's far below his legs. So he was literally treading water and, and swimming. And he'll say, count to 10. So I count to 10. And then I'm allowed to take off. And, of course, I, I'm not trying to brag, but I swim faster than my three-year-old son. I'm not trying to brag. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I slow it down when I get near him, and then we just pretend like we're going. I mean, I'm going all at it, and then he wins, and he loves saying, I win, you lose. And so <laughs> the next time, he says, just to make sure that I don't catch up as fast, he says, count to 100. And I say, all right. And so I go 10, 20, 30, <laughs> and he allows me to skip you know, tens at a time, so I'm only counting to ten again. And then when he did a thousand, I did a hundred, two hundred. So he has to caught on the uh, the actual count by one aspect of, of counting. I love it. I love it. And you know, Ken, it's it's the stories, right, that connect. Like everyone can relate. You know, you may have been a kid a long time ago. You may have not raised, you know, kids recently. You know, but everyone can connect and identify with that excitement, right? You know, and so at the end of the day, just tell more stories. That's what I want to communicate to folks. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, I, I wanted to ask you uh, what books your son is asking you to uh, read uh, because that's, that information right there is going to change our audience's life when they have kids. <laughs> Absolutely. So his top, his top books are My Big Brother so he's becoming a big brother. We don't know the sex of the, of the baby coming, but you know, we're already teaching him that he's going to be a big brother. And I, I changed the character's names in the book to Dexter. Uh, so that's number one. Two, he really loves the dinosaurs. And so, yeah. uh, I, Ken, actually, i got to share this with you. It blew my mind last night. We had a major transformation. I know Mark knows all about this. I know you know all about this. And so for me, it was the first time ever. So he's, he's two and a half years old, going on three. And he's now getting to the point where we flip to a page and he can actually read it. Now, I think it's because, obviously, wow. we've ingrained it so much time. He knows the rhyming pattern. And so, like, Missy and I, my wife Missy, was just, we were blown away last night. We were clapping. We were high-fiving because he was, like, reading the book. And we're like, how is this possible? And so dinosaurs, dinosaurs hot, dinosaurs cold, dinosaurs, you know, all around. So uh, dinosaurs is his favorite. Well, just before I get to read to him, he has his 
uh, he has this ritual that he runs in and goes underneath the covers, and he says, find me, Daddy. Now, he's a big lump from the bed at this point, and I have to be challenged to try and find him. Now, if I pull the covers back and he has his hands over his eyes, he says, no, this is not me. You can't see me because, of course, his eyes are covered, so how can you see him? So, <laughs> but I, I agree with you because I, I read uh, – he one of his favorites is Horton Hears a Whisper or whatever that title is by Dr. Seuss. And when he gives me uh, – he gets to pick the three books, and sometimes he picks really, really long stories. So I test him by accidentally skipping a couple pages, and he always catches me and goes, no, Daddy, uh, you missed a page. And so he, he flips back and he goes, there, right there is where you start. And I said, oh, thank you, Kenny. Thank you so much for finding that place that I missed on this page of long words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dexter loves to ask me, what's this? What's this? And he knows what it is, but it's like he knows bedtime is coming and he wants to prolong it. So now he wants to ask, well, explain this to me. And so I, he catches me all the time. And then I finally catch on. And I'm like, you got me again. But, you know, it's just part of, you know, growing up. And I, I love every minute of it. Well, considering that Father's Day is a couple weeks, I hope you'll excuse me for delving in a little bit of father-son and and fatherhood experiences. But uh, it it is absolutely hilarious when they, like, he'll he'll read a word now. Just like your son has read a word, he'll read a word. And if I don't say, where'd you learn that word? He will actually say, yeah, you didn't say, where'd you learn that word? And so I have to say that every single time he says the word correctly. There's going to be a lot of words now. (laughs) All right, so let's go back to this this book. You, you had written a book before. This is your second book or third book? Oh, man, I think going on, on five. Um, five. So my first book, I really had a hang-up about people taking me seriously. So my first book was, was self-published called How to Get Rich Working for Free. And really that, you know, I knew that I needed to have a book as a business card, which you so marvelously do, and you, you take it to the next level by including other, other folks in there. And so, you know, Mark gets this, you know, being around centers of influence, nearly everyone has, has a book. And so um, I wrote a book there, and then I did a couple collaborative books uh, with folks along the way, but really never had uh, a book on presentations, a lot of self-development, a lot of marketing, but nothing on... Um, really how to, the nuts and bolts of actually putting together a presentation. And so that's the reason for us, our, our decision to write this book. Well, we are all about authors and, and books and leaving a legacy. So please share with the audience how vitally important the shift was from you being a leader to you being an author leader. Yeah, you know, thought leaders, the biggest ones in the world, they all publish content. And so, number one is you should be writing something. They appear in trade magazines, they're on websites, they're writing articles. And so nowadays, like we say that the book is the new business card. And so if you instantly want to, like, show up someplace and be recognized and even sit at the table, you need a book. But also realize this, most Americans aren't in this author expert world. And so when you say that you have a book, like people look at you differently. And uh, I know for us, like we've been doing this for some time, but you go out in certain niches and in certain parts of the, you know, the country and even around the world and it's like still revered. And so I always have to remember when I'm chatting with friends and they discover that I've written a book or two and they start asking questions and the, the look is different. And so that's the effect that you want to have. And so 
Yes, having a book is mission critical, but always putting together content, always engaging like, Ken, you do on this show, you know, in this show, you interview people, you're always putting together new ideas. And look, you brought in Drew to share music, like, I mean, you're cross-pollinating. And Mark, when he does his masterminds, he's bringing in the top people from all around to battle ideas around the table and mastermind them and come up with new ideas and strategies. It's mission, mission, mission critical nowadays. Totally agree. And I'll tell you, I think, I guess, a surprise for you and Mark. We had a really full show, and since Dave has kind of given us the gift of having uh, a little bit of time back, I wanted to suggest that we do uh, a game called Rapid Fire. And Rapid Fire is where we get to know you and Mark uh, with quick questions and quick answers. And the more speed there is, obviously, the more knowledge there is. So I'm going to start off, and Gita's going to come in. And so whenever we ask a question, Dustin, you'll be first. Mark, you'll just follow suit with the same, uh, with the, uh, answering the same question, and Yid will come in, Dustin, and Mark. Okay, so I'm gonna, since we're on the book, uh, hey, let's talk about what is the book or book, as in two books, have changed your life the most. Dustin. Can I ask that one more time? I want to make sure I get what, this. What is a book or two books that have changed your life more than anything? Uh, rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay, Mark? Uh, the, the Bible, I can't, you know, nothing second to that. If I'm going to give one Bible, that, that's what I'd say, the Bible. Okay, and and because the Bible is the most uh, popular answer, go for a second one if you'd like from a business standpoint. Okay, sure. The second probably the best one was, was actually the Law of Success by uh, Napoleon Hill. Uh, I, there's a lot of caveats about that, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff in there. But bottom line is it's a great book that uh, has a lot of very important information about success. Now, Mark, I thought for sure you were going to say, well, if I must do two books, I'm going to go with the Old Testament or the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. All right, Gita, you have a question lined up for him? Hi. Uh, Dustin, your favorite mentor? My favorite mentor. My favorite mentor. So it'd be rapid fire. Um, I'm going to use a tricky answer, and I would say whoever's around me. Nice. <laughs> very, very cool. Mark? Mark. Mine, is, mine is my father. Um, he's taught me some of the most amazing things in the world. Um, and he just, he grew up in 22 foster homes and the stuff he learned was amazing. So um, I learned how to think differently. Okay. And uh, to expand on that, Dustin, uh, what's the, the, I guess, the, that you learned from your father that had the biggest difference in your success? Discipline. Dad was military, so I learned uh, definitely discipline, and there are times for, for discipline for sure to get the project done. No doubt about it. Uh, Mark? I, I learned how to think differently. He didn't really go to school. I mean, he went to seventh grade, so he didn't really get uh, kind of like fed the same way of thinking that everybody did. So from then, I ended up learning how to think an amazingly different because of that, uh, which, which allowed me to, to really go in places that were very creative, unique, and different, and just all that. So it was, it was a really awesome, awesome thing. You know? Hi. Uh, your favorite father tip? Favorite father tip? Mm-hmm. Yes. Patient. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's, that is the one. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> how can you compete with that, Mark? <laughs> well, it, it's really about it's quali- it's quality and quantity of time. That's really what it is. It's it's about both, and you can't do one or the other. 
uh, whenever you can, you do quality first, and then you do quantity. But bottom line is uh, that's what you. It's, it's in the end, we have to make the priority to spend the time and quality time with them. Uh, Dustin, uh, this one's only for you because you have your book out. Um, what? How'd you come up with the price for the Kindle and the paperback, and why so close? Oh, that's easy. Uh, the publisher did that. So I had no say in it because it's through a traditional publisher and it's, it's not self-published. I don't control any of it, so they control it all. Okay, so we are down to 30 seconds, so I, I, we don't have any more rapid-fire questions, but I would have loved to have asked more. So maybe we can ask them on the Amplified page and you can answer them, but like favorite quote, what are you most proud of? So I want to thank Mark and Dustin for being an Amplified. You guys are gems. You are leaders. You care about the integrity of the message uh, the, the, the quality of the presentation, the impact you make in life. So I'm indebted to you for your time, and I hope that I can continue to amplify you as wonderful leaders and people that I, I completely love. Thank hey, you, sir. I enjoyed it. You. All right. You have a great night, and enjoy your date night. Hey, Dustin, why don't you get crazy and why don't you have a date night, too? <laughs> you got it. Done. <laughs> okay. All right. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.